Welcome to episode 8 of Thoughts on the Tinkerage. I'm back on Dad's Taxi and I've got just enough time to record a short episode. Trains going past again and people in the car park. I was thinking about some of the things that I said in episode 6, where I was referring to kind of breakpoint and also referring about to the idea of keeping going. I didn't mention actually kind of the idea that Ollie Arlton had talked about with the idea of breakpoint being a, a point at which a change takes place, the point at which you decide that you actually know, so need to go in a different direction. I think that's that's quite important. Yeah, I, I talked about the kind of keeping going. And I think keeping going is important, although sometimes it is also important to stop and take uh, account of where you're at. It can also mean changing direction. Keeping going doesn't mean keeping necessarily in the same situation. It boils down to an idea I learnt again, talking about kind of the mountains and the hills. Uh, which is something where I used to spend a lot of time. And I did some something called mountain leader training back in the early 1990s. And they emphasised a, a, a point on that training that when you're kind of, you, you, you've got yourself a bit lost, you, you're not quite sure where you are. Uh, they generated an acronym, stood for whereabouts are not known. And sometimes when you're kind of, you, you've mislaid your position and you might kind of actually get moving. You've got to take stock of your position. Maybe the weather's bad, so maybe you do carry on moving. Obviously being careful, you don't walk off the edge of a cliff, which in certain parts of the UK is is actually something that has happened. But sometimes just keeping going means that you get to a position where it's easier to make a decision about your location and then you might change direction which may even mean turning back 180 degrees and going back the way you came I just think that yeah car window now there's a, a bunny rabbit just bounced across the flower beds at the edge of the car park it's quite funny it's quite chunky probably gets fed quite well the litter that people drop out of the train and in the supermarket the, the, the point they made quite importantly on the mountain leader training was that if you didn't know where you were, that was kind of okay. You had to make a decision and move forward. And it may not necessarily have been the right decision, but you make a decision and you, and you move forward. And you were only lost when you sat down and gave up. You weren't lost when you didn't know where you were. Being lost meant you had... Decide, you, you've just given up. So uh, that's, I think that's a really kind of important point. The thing I want to talk about today, though, uh, I've been thinking about kind of the last couple of episodes. And something came to mind as I was walking my dog earlier. And it's the idea that one size does not fit all. And it, it, it came from, I was listening to a podcast 
by a guy called Alistair Humphreys. It's uh, currently he's uh, interviewing people while he's touring the English county of Yorkshire. He literally spent like a month cycling around Yorkshire and on the way meeting people who lead some sort of adventurous life. And he was talking to a chap that had started a running club that meets in the early morning. So they, they meet, they start running at six o'clock in the morning every day of the week, apart from Friday and no, it wasn't Friday. Every day of the week, apart from Saturday and Sunday. And Saturday was covered by Park Run in the area, uh, so basically gave Sunday off. And this gentleman had started running because it was a kind of a, a cure for his depression. Now that made me think about something I heard many, many years ago. The, that pilots in the RAF, the Royal Air Force, if they were diagnosed with mild depression, they couldn't, for obvious reasons, be given medication and continue their service or continue in, in flight until they were better. They would instead be given a prescription of 30 minutes daily running. If the diagnosis was acute depression, the prescription would be 45 minutes daily running. And as the interviewee on Alistair Humphreys' podcast was saying, yeah, the running helped him sort out his depression. And there's, there's, there's medical evidence for this, scientific evidence. Yeah, the release of endorphins and other chemicals in the body as a result of strenuous exercise, exposure to the sun, and, and things like that. And that kind of got me thinking too about the fact that actually not everyone can run. I can't run. Uh, the impacts just have too much uh, of an effect on my back. Running is not something that I could do for enjoyment. I'm not even sure if I could could run very far, probably a few steps, but then kind of probably descend into agony fairly quickly. I'm sure, if my life depended on it, I could probably shift a little bit of distance. But certainly, running for Enjoyment is not something that is going to happen. Cycling may be on smooth roads, except the angle of cycling on the back. When you cycle, that, that's, that's been tricky. Uh, walking is, is kind of the thing that I do. And, and, and two, sometimes three, four times a day, I take my dog out. Ideally, get some exposure to the sun, but living in the UK, that's not always possible. It's... Uh, but sunlight, yeah, it's it's good for me. If I if I don't get out, I know I notice the difference. Uh, it doesn't take long for it to have an effect on my mood. And there's so many things. Uh, the the idea with that, I was listening to this I, as I was walking the dog, and I was just thinking about the idea that one size doesn't fit all. I'm, I'm going to talk about something related to that in another episode. Uh, the idea that 
we seem to have a society driven by social media where things are binary yeah left right black white yeah shades of gray seem to have disappeared except where politicians are talking the idea that one size fits all you the thinking about that within a making context there's, there's not one craft that suits all people i'm sure that there are many crafts that many people would enjoy if they were to try them and sometimes people kind of follow a particular craft or maybe a reason of tradition i'm sure it is tradition that kind of gives us more men doing woodwork and more women doing needlework is there any reason why women can't do woodwork not at all i know some excellent female woodworkers is there any reason why men can't do needlework well not at all either again i know some men who do excellent needlework and there are examples around in kind of the wider media of of both those situations but it, i suspect it's, it's tradition that's kept things that way over time i've i've often followed a particular medium for reasons of practicality what do i need to do for the house what do i need to do for an event as we go through different seasons we maybe do other events as we go as we go through particular seasons in life we may do particular forms of making because of what's available to us if we're spending a lot of time traveling we may not be able to do large woodworking joinery cabinet making so we may turn to whittling or if we spend a lot of time in hotel rooms on that traveling it might be that we take up a, a craft such as bookbinding which i can thoroughly recommend by the way it's, it's a very uh, nice craft to do and produces something quite practical it also makes me laugh when i see kind of clothes labeled as one size fits all may fit many but not all gloves that, that's always a good one one size fits all gloves if they if you have particularly large hands you might be able to squeeze them on but they'll be particularly uncomfortable or they may be stretched so thin they offer no warmth or protection if your hands are particularly small might be lucky enough and they they stay on to give you more warmth there's so many things like that podcasts there must be hundreds of hundreds of thousands of podcasts around tens of thousands I, I i don't know i'm not not inclined to particularly look them up we'll always find one that suits us and it might be that a podcast might suit one person and they enjoy listening to it and a, a friend of them who has similar interests may not enjoy it may not quite click with the presenter presenters i can think of a few examples well i've kind of recommended podcasts to people and they're going, not quite for me or I, I can think of a few podcasts that 
people have recommended and I've kind of listened to and gone no I, I, that's really not for me I think it's similar with tools I, I think there is an element of you know if you're in a position of only being able to afford very cheap tools kind of maybe having a limited choice if you're in a position where maybe you can spend more money on tools and have the choice of the market you might have a preference for a particular brand whether it's DeVault, Makita, Bosch, Festool, Tarbo. It might be that for a particular reason you have a a favour for a brand. Maybe as simple as you just like that colour. Or it may be that it fits your hands nicely. Or it has a wider range of tools for a particular battery system. It might be that you have particular thoughts about the reliability. I think ultimately that, that's just, again, more proof that you know, one size does not fit all. And I think there's a... I think sometimes there's a belief from some people, and I think possibly this is something that social media maybe has some element to blame for, although traditional media can do just as badly. It kind of says, well, you know, if you like brand X then you're not as good as somebody who likes brand Y. Even though there may actually be no difference fundamentally between X and Y. Yeah, we we yeah, we follow, we follow different sports teams. Or not, you may not follow a sports team at all. You know, that's okay. Uh liking a particular food. Different styles of car, I'm sat in a car park, it's which is mostly empty. And you know, I look around and there's not one car that there's there's more than one of. Every car in this car park right now is different because we like different cars. There isn't one perfect car. There isn't one car that does everything perfectly. Yeah, as I was coming back to the car from shopping, there was a lady getting into a Range Rover Sport, huge car. Go, you know, a lot of places. It's got road tyres on it, so it's not going to go everywhere that it could go if it had some decent tyres on it. But yeah, it, although it's it was a sport, it's set for looking good. It still has the Range Rover heritage and can and go all sorts of places. But yeah, not easy to park. A couple of cars back. There's a, a quite a small car. Easily fits. It's possibly a mini. Not quite sure there's another car parked in front of it. It's a city car, easy to park, easy to get around in small gaps. But it's not going to have that facility to be able to just drive anywhere that the owner wants. I guess that that kind of also brings us to the idea that we're not going to have things that sort all our needs out in in one go. I have a, a small work zone bandsaw. I can change the blade on it. I can put a I've got deeper blades which will be better for resawing. But it hasn't got the, the resawing capacity of a floor standing laguna. I think as a society we need to as a society in general and a society of makers, community of makers, I think it's good to accept differences, differences between kits what's available, crafts, 
the particular things that we do. I do sometimes see it in kind of particularly sort of specialist interest groups where some people will belittle, put down people that perhaps don't have skill set, don't have access to certain tools. And that, that does sadden me a little bit. It's not something I see in what I would regard as the maker community. Uh, that's what I'm a part of. But I do see it within certain sort of specialist interest groups that members of the maker community are also part of. And I guess, again, that's just a reflection of society and, again, reflection of the idea that one size does not fit all. So I guess what I want to say is let's let's celebrate our differences. Let's accept our differences. Let's accept the fact that different people are going to like different things. I might make something, you might not like it. You want that's fine. You might love it even better. It's okay for you not to like my stuff. It's okay for me to not like your stuff either. What's not okay is for me to say that your stuff is not as worthy because I don't like it. That's different. That's 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 a totally different kind of idea. I think it also it's something I see again in, in specialist areas where some people will say, oh, these type of tools are not, uh, you're not such a good practitioner of this craft if you use that type of tool. You know, that could be uh, examples, hand tools versus power tools. If you're making a cabinet, does it matter if you use pocket holes to hold it together? Does it matter if you're dovetails are made with a dovetail jig rather than hand cut well unless unless you're trying to sell your machine cut dovetails as hand cut then no it, it doesn't really matter if you make a cabinet and it's perfectly functional and works and you've hand cut your dovetails and they're perfect by any regard fantastic on you but if you've made them with a machine, fantastic on you. If you've used pocket holes, you know what? That's absolutely fine too. And I would hope that people don't put others down for doing those things. Yeah, it's no one way of doing many things. Many things, there are multiple ways of doing it. Wood turners, traditional tools versus carbide. Sharpening tools, oil stones, water stones, abrasive belts, grinders. Wet grinders, dry grinders, lots of different ways, often produce the same results. Does it matter which way you use? If it produces the results that you need or want, that's fine. Yeah, some people love one way, have found that it's easier than another way, but somebody else thinks is the best way. That's absolutely fine. Yeah, you like a way, you found a way that works for you, a piece of equipment you can afford. You know, you might be using yeah, cheap sandpaper, cheap emery paper on bits of glass that you've salvaged from something, a mirror, perhaps. That's all you can afford. It does the job. Yeah, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. All right, I think I'm actually starting to waffle a little bit. Uh, I've been going for about 25 minutes and I need to actually get moving. So and do my taxi service duties. So, as once again, uh, if you haven't listened to some of the previous episodes, please do go back and do so. Uh, if you've been enjoying them, please reach out to me 
Um, Instagram is probably the best way. Uh, there is an Instagram page called Thoughts on the Tinkerage. Message me there or through my main Instagram at AndyCPU or reach out on Facebook. There is a Facebook page called Thoughts on the Tinkerage and there is my Tales from the Tinkerage page as well. So lots of ways to reach out. If you've got comments, if there's something you want me to talk about, then give me a shout and I'll give it a thought. I'm not going to promise to talk about it, but I'll certainly give it a thought. If you want to have a chat about something, then again, reach out. And I can't necessarily promise to help, but I can promise to listen. If you could, if you are using a podcast provider uh, that has the ability to leave reviews, uh, I would appreciate if you can do that. Now available on eight different podcast providers plus there is an rss feed if you can't find the rss feed uh, then do reach out and i can share that with you and that will work with uh, a few other of the podcast uh, apps i haven't been able to check lately if there's anyone has left a review on itunes uh, if you could five star of course that would be fantastic anyway have a good week and I hope that uh, the weather is good wherever you are. Nothing horrendous, no storms, no fires. And hopefully you're safe from the COVID-19 coronavirus. Uh, Bye for now.